Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this bonus episode, we are once again going to share some scaredy stories. Boys, we're back. It's been a while since we've done this. This is bullshit. I thought we were done with this. I did too, to be honest. (laughs) Do you know what's bad about these, Sean? Yeah. Real life. Have any stayed with you? All of them. No, because all of them haven't stayed with me. Like, there's Mm. some that I won't remember. Um, They're probably in my egg. The ones that. Cinema, Top Hat Cinema Man's definitely lingered in my brain. The one that is with me for my. The the one that that I think about when I fall asleep every night (laughs) and is there when I wake up and I'm having a shower in the morning Mm. is the analogy of being a deep sea diver. Oh, that one for sure. You feel that a predator is watching you. Yeah. That whole story has just... Because there's there's never anything like concrete. There's there's not like a top hat man who runs Mm. through. And for that, for for mine, the fact that there is nothing, but it feels like there could be something, just adds that... Believability to it, so I can't yeah. remember. I, I can't remember the name of the person who sent that in. That was one of our very first. One ones, of our first yeah. ones. So if you're listening to this right now, mysterious emailer. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, fuck you. <laughs> You've haunted Tom forever. Did I tell you that one always reminded me of my farm growing up on? Right. Yeah. And so for a while after Damo shared that story mm. with us, I would go back and visit my parents, and I would think about that fucking oh, story no. every time I drove onto the property. And then thankfully, that property's gone. <laughs> <laughs> they sold that and moved away. Oh, good for everybody. <laughs> yeah, Probably for the best. Yeah. yeah. Thank God. So we're back doing these. Obviously, we 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 belted out the bonus episodes in 2021 because guess what? We were locked down. Yes. We had nothing yeah. else to do. Yeah. We're in house prison. Yeah. yeah. But now we're back, and now these are our very special. Patreon episodes, or will be our very special Patreon episodes. This first one we're releasing on the public feed as well. Uh, one for our people who shared the scary stories. We want to make sure they can hear their stories, but also just to give everyone a bit of a taste of what's coming up with our Patreon. We're, we're all actually genuinely super excited. We've got a lot of cool ideas for different types of bonus episodes. We're going to smash out some small screen scares. That's going to be exclusive to our Patreon. You can only find it on our Patreon uh, where we discuss horror TV. There's some yeah. incredible horror TV come out recently that we are chomping at the bit to discuss discuss oh. while also very afraid to watch <laughs> yeah, it's big time the show yeah. it, it's the duality of man the show <laughs> that's beautifully this said. entire series yeah. our patreon it's all about the duality of man <laughs> duality of boy scaredy boy the scaredy boy. Scary boy well there's no duality in a scaredy boy no he's one thing coward coward <laughs> but there is like yes coward but like i don't know if you guys are finding this when something like so cabinet of curiosities by del toro is one we're very keen to talk about and I generally am. There's like a buzz of excitement about about watching that. 
right next to, sitting alongside, oh no, terrible things. Yeah, yeah. I feel that with the flan man anytime he does yeah, something, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, hey, I've got a new 10-part series, and I'll be like, oh, this is going to be incredible, but also, no. Yeah, yeah, it's like, sign me up, but don't sign me up. I don't, yeah. yeah. Sign so me up, but also shoot me with a gun. Yeah. It's going to be incredible, but it's going to haunt me for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's yeah. rude. Just like these stories. Let's dig in, shall we? Mm. I mean, we don't have to. <laughs> okay. Damn it, you could stop at any time. <laughs> So uh, these ones might oh, be... He hasn't stopped. He's not stopped. No, we're going. We're going for it. These ones might have been said a while ago. So for anyone who wrote in, um, hope you're still listening because here's your story. So the first one comes from Eric, uh, who says he loves the show and that he's actually a local listener. He also says, like most people, he doesn't usually have scary or supernatural things happen to him. However, 14 years ago, when he was 15, he had an experience that really unsettled him. So he starts by explaining that he has some family friends with roots in Beechworth, quite literal roots, as their extended family owns a couple of orchards that produce Beechworth apple juice. Beechworth rings a bell as being haunted. Yeah, I reckon we've had a story out of Beechworth before, Mm. too. I reckon Jackson Bailey's tried to talk us into going to Beechworth for something. No, he wants us to go to um, that haunted mining town, Walhalla. Walhalla. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. that's where he wants to take us. We're not going there. Well, that's near near where you grew up, isn't it? Walhalla, yeah, sort of on the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I say near, it's closer to where you grew up than it is where I grew up. (laughs) Yeah, this is true, yeah. (laughs) So, um, he starts by saying this isn't a Wicker Man story, in case that's where our heads went to, but it it does start in mid-spring, so close to Halloween, and his family friends took his family there um, on holiday to an old property they owned about 15 minutes' drive from the town, and there were three kids and four adults in total. And Eric says that the property was accessible from a winding dirt road that snaked down through gum trees and came out at the start of a small valley. The valley itself was covered in apple trees on either side of the path, which led to the very bottom of the valley where the old house they were staying in was situated. Yep. He says that this valley also contained a big old tin bottling factory that would use to go rollerblading around amongst all the disused equipment, as well as a grass runway for small planes that they used to drive their parents' car on with their supervision. Just have like, some fun. It's yeah, just apple no, trees. The haunted bottle factory. <laughs> I just feel sick when we do this this uh, this show. It sucks. <laughs> I'd have to go to a map and just cross places off. <laughs> I hope they don't ruin apples. I'll be okay with that. Nah. We'll see. I'll find a different fruit to like. Mangoes. Mangoes will never hurt me. Do, will you go? We sort of go to the Beechworth Bakery. That's oh, a good bakery. It's a pretty good bakery. <laughs> I don't think I've been to that bakery. Oh, Sean, we'll have to go. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> So as for the house, he says, it's it's what you would expect for the air. It's brick with a tin roof, single story, and the usual dormants for a place that was built around the 1800s. He says there was no bed, so they slept on blow-up mattresses and in sleeping bags on the old wooden floor. He says there was electricity, but not hot water, which wasn't great as the nights were apparently freezing. He also says there was also no mobile reception in the valley. Uh, if you wanted it, you had to climb one of the surrounding hills and hope to get a signal. So they were very much on their own. Now, Eric says here, as we're probably gathering, the whole property had a bit of a weird vibe about it and that the whole experience was capped off by one trip he had to the bathroom and by what he learned afterwards. So at around 9pm, he excused himself from a cracking game of Uno uh, with everyone else to go use the limited indoor facilities. The bathroom had old cracked tiles and one small square glass window with two sheets of glass, one on the inside and one on the outside. I hate this. <laughs> Fucking fuck. He says the bathroom itself was so small that the window which looked out into the garden was the only thing to draw your attention. And it's because of this that he's certain that when he used the toilet, the window was empty. But when he washed his hands, that wasn't the case because there was a fresh handprint on the outside pane of glass. Oh, Oh, <laughs> sorry. I realise this is an audio medium. I was lost for words. Yeah, <laughs> we, Sean and I just looked at one another with big eyes and open mouths. Shit. Yeah. All right. 
So he says he could still hear everyone audibly playing Uno in every the room. Uh, and he later confirmed with everyone that they didn't actually leave the room while he was in the bathroom. So Eric also says that, of course, the handprint had faded by the time he got anyone to come back and have a look at it to try to like prove that it was there. And that he was much too chicken shit to try to go out in the cold and like maybe breathe on the window or to see if there was any way to sort of still prove it was it was there. Oh, yeah, don't go outside. No, do it. Shut up, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. But then he says there's one other thing, which they found out uh, some history from this place. Oh, no. So he goes, goes on to say that the really bad part about all of this, though, was that there was only they were only told after they'd stayed there about the history of the house. Because apparently in the late 30s, a prisoner deemed by the state to be a lunatic had escaped from the Beechworth Hospital and fled down the valley to hide in the property where they succumbed to their wounds and died in the house. Oh. The ghost of a madman. Ghost of a madman watching you take a piss. Oh, I guess piss ghosts. Piss ghosts. Oh. They're crazy for the piss. Them ghosts. Oh, ghosts do love piss because they can't do it anymore. No, That's, they're like <laughs> they're... oh, the relief of a piss. I never get to have that again. Man, dude, <laughs> just jealous of our ability to piss. That's why they come after you when you're in the bathroom. Yeah, they're like I want it. Maybe that jealous. piss boy. Wouldn't they be jealous watching you drink as well? Because they, they go, That's, I know where that leads. Oh, future piss. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna wait in the bathroom for him. <laughs> <laughs> So Eric says, needless to say, his mother was particularly pissed when she heard these facts and adamant that if she'd known, she wouldn't have stayed there. Uh, he also says that he takes after her in this respect as he's never been back since and he doesn't think he could pay him to do so. Wait, so has the family been back though? That's, that, that implication there is that other members of the family have. Uh, it does not say. I'm, I'm going to assume it was a family friend's house, so potentially the family friends, but maybe not his own family. Not friends mum anymore. was definitely not happy about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's cursed. Yeah. Also, put hot water in. Yeah, that that to me is like the maddest thing. Come on. 14 years ago would have only been, what, like 2000 and... Oh, I can't do math. He's <laughs> <laughs> one failing. He's got it all. He's got math. The whole package except <laughs> yeah. for math. You just don't understand that my brain started trying to do the I numbers. I understand, Tom. And then just went, you don't have this. I do you- a football podcast where you try confidently to... <laughs> Call, you know, talk about stats every week yeah, and just yeah. fail. I love that you're like, I'm going to go for it. Then you go into your brain and it shrug. It just gives you this shrug. You're like, I don't know. It was like 2000, uh, nothing. No, 2008. Yeah. yeah. So not that long ago. No, yeah. no. You um, have water. That's madness. Yeah. Because at first I was like, oh, what about even in the 90s? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. We're old. Nah, we're old. It's 2022. 2023. Yes. Fuck. We're yes. so old. It's yeah. yeah. It's coming on. We'll die. This podcast will kill us. Don't this, worry. This year. Man. Year of fear didn't kill us. Year of horn. No. <laughs> <laughs> Die by horniness. So he does have a nice little PS for us, which is oh. that his wife is the world's biggest scaredy girl, but is actually watching horror films thanks to our podcast. Yes. So we that's have, the good part. We have his thanks. Eric, yeah. open with that next time and don't put the other part in at all. Yeah. Damo, just read out PSs from now on. <laughs> oh, just go the nice part and yeah. then the end this part. This is the PS podcast. I, I think <laughs> I should have access to the inbox. No. Why? Sure. Delete everything I don't like. Yeah, that'd be everything. Yeah. <laughs> Empty inbox. Damon's like, there's nothing in the inbox. Yeah, people just aren't emailing. Yeah, it's we really st- weird. Stop getting emails all of a sudden. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> Do you want another one? No. Oh, okay. All right. And that's the... No, no, no. Uh, all right. Next one yeah, comes... I say we have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm forcing you here. Okay. All right. So this next one comes from Harry, who says he's, uh, he's also a local boy. He's from here in Melbourne. Uh, he's a big fan of the show. He says he loves horror movies, loves getting scared, and loves listening to the three of us getting scared too. Great. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Uh, he also says he wasn't sure whether or not to send this story through, but after listening to our most recent Scaredy Stories, which was a while ago now, uh, he decided to, which is good. While we do 
sometimes uh, not enjoy hearing the stories, we do still want them. So if anyone else is currently in Harry's position and they're thinking of sending a story through, go for it. We, we do want them while also... I'll delete them out of the inbox. Uh, Tom, Tom might delete them, but yeah. Share the curse. I actually like the idea of rather than deleting them, I print them out and then burn them. I love that. <laughs> yeah. but, the, but they still exist. So Damo's like, what are you doing? I'm burning all the emails. But they're all still here. <laughs> ah, Tom, next time the we, computer. Next time we go away for a recording, we just light a fire and burn emails. <laughs> <laughs> So Harry starts by reminding us that he is someone that does love getting scared. He says not necessarily in the moment, but that he loves the adrenaline rush that comes through afterwards. Additionally, he says he wants to believe in ghosts, but doesn't currently and basically doesn't think he will unless he ever encounters something supernatural firsthand. That being said, he has no real explanation for what happened to him in the story we're about to hear. (sighs) So this happened back in 2019 and Harry was in year 11. And his parents were overseas in England and his older brother was doing a general tour of Europe with some mates, leaving Harry and his two-year-old golden retriever Maggie home alone. Oh, no. And they were, in fact, the only members of their family in the country for about a month. Yeah. He says everything had been going really well. The house hadn't burnt down. Maggie hadn't run away. And he'd been spending his days at school catching up with his friends in the afternoon. All's going well. Do you have a big party? I would have had a big party. I mean, him and Maggie were partying. I remember when I was in year 12, my parents went to England or London. Okay. And my brother was somewhere for like two weeks. I reckon I had parties. Did you? Every day. You reckon you had parties? No, no. As in, I reckon I had them every day. Multiple parties. Right. I know I definitely. Party boy read. Not like part. Not necessarily like big. Not not always a big party. How old were you? 18. Where was your brother? He was somewhere else. He's younger than you. Yeah. Are we talking like American Pie style party or? Uh, one of them was a big party. Put like his that. dick in a pie. <laughs> Did you fuck a pie? <laughs> Every day. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's part of my wellness. you the part where my parents were in England? Of yeah. course I was fucking No, one pies. of them One of them was a big party like that. But the He's other not a pie man. Like, We've learned he likes mangoes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the other part of it was like, it'd be just like, I'd have like eight friends over and we'd stay up till like late and then at 4am. Oh, go, like playing Age of Empires and shit? Go, go to Kmart, which was open 24 hours and just try to just throw balls at one another until we got kicked out. You wild motherfuckers. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think I was a bit of a fuckhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That story's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not cool. Mm, yeah. Yeah, nice little revelation for you there, bud. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Harry, for sharing that. Thanks, Harry. That's Tom's egg. <laughs> it's cracked. It's I cracked thought I was open. a cool guy. <laughs> cracked it open and I went to Target. <laughs> or came up. Came up, thank you. Yeah, Threw some balls around. <laughs> so for Harry, the first week and a half, things were great. But then something happened at the end of the second week. So this happens one night where after going to the toilet, Harry walked into the hallway to fill up his water bottle, which he'd left just outside the bathroom door on the floor. Ghost to seeing your piss and now sees <laughs> drinking more water. Yeah, it's that. They love that piss. <laughs> so he bends over to pick up his water bottle and he sees two black feet standing directly behind his own. <sighs> Quickly spins around, only of course, nothing's there. He says he knows it wasn't his shadow because the light was positioned in the bathroom. His shadow was being cast in front of him, not behind. So this obviously spooked him a little bit, but he says he couldn't help but get excited at the fact that there might be something supernatural. Ah, uh, Harry. Wrong. Wrong, Harry. I would have follow-up questions to Harry here, putting my detective cap on. Okay. I would just want to know, because you've at this point he's been home alone two weeks. Yep. Just seeing the dog. Had he watched a horror movie in the lead up to this? Like I've I've been I've stayed at places alone, mm. and you you do get in your own head about it for sure. You do. Yeah, you, you start to hear shit. Can yeah. I tell you what his reaction was? What was well? Yeah, go. So he says that he now very readily by his account proceeded to yell at the top of his lungs. If there is a ghost here, my room is at the end of the hall. Come and get me. This is the most fucked thing I've ever heard. Shut down the podcast. <laughs> <sighs> Did they act wisely or foolishly? Foolish. Foolish. Mate. Is, is this Harry or is it, is it a ghost? Emailing us right now. <laughs> Sometimes fools get skinned alive. Yeah, well, 
Midsummer baby. Mm. Yeah. Fools never lose, but always lose. Always. <laughs> <laughs> says the fool. <laughs> So he says, surprisingly enough, there was no response. Uh, and so he started to feel a little bit silly, embarrassed by what he had done, had a short laugh, filled up his water bottle, went to bed, closed the door behind him. Uh, which is something he says he actually never, never normally does. But he was still feeling a bit unnerved by what had happened. So then a couple of hours later, he's sitting on bed watching YouTube. He hears a knocking sound, as if something hard hit something wooden. So first of all, he thinks it must just be Maggie throwing some toys around outside, as she often tends to do this and so thinks nothing of it. But then the knocking noise persisted for a couple of minutes, and he's still thinking nothing of it, but then he begins to hear Maggie bark. Oh, fuck which off. he still didn't think much of until he heard the knocking and the barking at the same time, which meant Maggie couldn't have been the one making the knocking noises. And so that's when he started to get concerned, and he says not even for him, but for Maggie. So at this point, he thought someone was maybe trying to break into the house from the back gate, because this was something that actually happened a couple of years prior. So he grabs his hockey stick... And goes right. to the bedroom door. So weapons uh, up immediately. Yeah. Now we've got a bit of wisdom. All right, he's an idiot for calling the ghost to his bedroom. Immediately respect him for picking up that hockey stick. Yeah. Love that. Hockey stick was my weapon of choice as a teenager. There you go. Yeah. All right. Now Harry says he still freaks himself out every time he retells this story to friends because when he opened the bedroom door, the knocking stopped. Maggie, however, kept barking. So Harry says the hallway was pitch black and that he stepped forward, reaching for the hallway light switch next to his door. And as he did, he heard something, which was footsteps moving down the hallway. <sighs> but he says it wasn't the footsteps of someone walking. They were in a full-on sprint. Fuck me. Now, Harry says his hallway is a bit big, but not really long enough for someone to get this much of a run-up without him seeing them. But you can hear this pounding of the footsteps racing towards him, getting louder and louder with every step. He says he even felt the floor bending under someone's weight and he could hear the creaks of the hallway that were all too familiar to him. He brought this on himself. He stood in a hall and said, if there are any ghosts here, come and get me. And that ghost is like, knock, knock. Here I am. I'm here to collect my piss. (laughs) Uh, Piss ghost, come and get some piss from me, sir. (laughs) Just after my daily allowance of uh, human piss. Delicious human pee. So he says all he could do was scream. He just screamed, went back into his bedroom and slammed the door shut. He says he rushed to the back of his room, holding his hockey stick tightly, waiting for the intruder to slam against the door or kick it open. But they never did. And he says this really confused him because it sounded as though the person was moving so fast they would have had to hit the door to slow down. But after he slammed the door, he heard nothing. No more footsteps, no more thudding and no one crashing into his door. All he could hear was his heavy breathing, his racing heart and now only the occasional bark from Maggie. And he says so he stayed there all night in the corner of the bedroom, gripping his hockey stick, just waiting. And he says he didn't leave his room until 6am the next day where he found nothing. He also says that he never heard any strange noises again for the remaining week or in the two years since then. I don't want to be too critical of Harry. Mm. What about your dog, mate? <laughs> yeah, I, that was my thought too. If she's out there, you're worried about her. But I guess you hear something running at you. You're He's like, obviously not- been frightened to the extent that he just didn't want to move, couldn't move. Yeah. you got to look after your dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was inside the house and Maggie's outside. Yeah, I suppose. Mm. Um, yeah, that's pretty fucked. Did Harry say at the start of that email that he doesn't believe in ghosts, but there is one thing that happened to him that he can't explain? Yeah. Because that's the kind of thing I would expect when all that happened in that story is he just saw the two feet in the hallway mm-hmm. for a split second and then, oh, couldn't explain it. This is a pretty full-on fucking experience. I agree. Well, so he finishes by saying he still wants to believe in ghosts. And like, well, dude, I think you can. I think you, you can. found out last time when you fucking got right. a bit too vocal about well, it. Well, he says but he does think he's done trying to taunt them. So, yeah. 
Uh, he says, however, there's one silver lining to this because this encounter gave him an idea for a short horror film, which he made last year for VCA. Oh, lovely. So now he's starting at uni, hopefully to one day make a full-length horror movie. Great. Love that. Did he send a link? He did not. Disappointing. Uh, but he also he does finish by saying that he hopes we like this story and that our podcast helped him get through COVID years uh, and also through, through VCE. So that's, uh, that's rather sweet. That's beautiful. Thanks, thanks, Harry. That's a yeah. fucked story. That's a, that, I will say, thanks, Harry. That's really kind of you. We're glad that we could do that. But also, Harry, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but also, glad you got through that night. Fuck. <sighs> mm. But also, fuck you for taunting a ghost. Yeah, man. Yeah, but dude. also, happy that everything worked out okay. But also, fuck you. You should have looked after your dog. But glad that ultimately, all right. Glad everyone's okay. Glad yeah. everyone's good. Yeah. yeah. Keep your dog in your room next time if there's going to be ghosts I'm looking for that piss. Yeah. Yeah. They are hungry for piss. <laughs> yeah. You got you and your dog in the room. That's two piss. Two times piss. As, that's double the piss. Yeah. But is that just going to draw more ghosts? Oh, that's true. Oh, mm. that's the tricky part. The only way to escape this is to cut your dick off. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way to stop a piss ghost. I, I mean, okay. You, you still have to have yeah. piss somehow. <laughs> now you have a bag of piss. When you die, you become a piss ghost. <sighs> You don't, you know, you don't think it through in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> There's your thirty seconds, and you're like, "Oh fuck, what have I done? Oh, fuck, my dick's on the floor." Oh. <laughs> thirty seconds Gosh, of courage, cut your own dick off. <laughs> uh. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Oh, boy. All right, next on the list comes from Nicola. There's another one. There's there's another two. Oi. So, yeah. Next on this comes from Nicola, who says that she loves the podcast yep. uh, and that it scares her shitless. But she doesn't need to watch the films because she says our podcast is enough. I love that. Respect. That's what we do. Yeah. That's, what that's the service we provide. Yeah. We, we get scared so you don't have to. That's it. Some of you choose to still. Yeah. Maniacs. <laughs> Maniacs. Baffling choice. <laughs> she also says that admittedly she gets scared uh, from our podcast because she's usually listening to us when she's driving home late at night or when oh. she's going off to sleep. So she says, some of the fault lies with her. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know if I'd be doing that. I, I, I've had a few other people say to me that they listen to our podcast when they're going to sleep. Yeah. And there's an intimacy Thanks. there that I'm like, oh, that's, that's yeah. curious to hear in our little dumb voices when you're drifting off to dreamland. That's what I imagine. You, I, I think your voices before I go to sleep. <laughs> you just replay conversations. Just before I go to bed, I think of the story of the deep sea diver and then the two of you. <laughs> that's, that's the protocol. That's the order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So Nicola also says that she wishes she didn't know the following ghost story she's about to tell us, but she does, and so now she's sharing it with us. Did it happen to her? No. No. So she also says this isn't her story. It's her dad's, and that it happened in the middle of the night in the 60s. Jesus. Ah, dangerous time. It's a spooky decade. So her dad was attending university in England. Fuck, uh, England? The most haunted place <laughs> It's not on England. Earth. It's this happened to me while my family were in England. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the library there used to be an old Saxon tower. Oh. She says of this huge circular tower with massive windows on one side that had been put in a few centuries earlier when it had been renovated and built up into this sort of stately manor house. Opposite these massive windows were a set of heavy wooden and metal doors that kind of make a lot of noise when you open and close them. The kind that you practically need to force open with your body weight. They're sort of real old school, you know, heavy doors. Yep. So Nicholas says there were rumours and stories at the uni that the library was haunted. Yeah, of course. It's in a fucking oh, tower. Course. Yeah. Come <laughs> Fuck. On. Yeah. It's in England. I just assume. I can't yeah. believe. I'm, I'm furious. I love libraries and they're about to ruin them for me. Yeah. English libraries. I love libraries All everywhere. Libraries, yeah. The concept, I love a library, Sean. They're it, great. The I, the first library I loved was at my primary school, so I was very much a little book boy. Yeah, um, and me and my twin brother John, I would happily spend as much time as we could at lunchtime in the library, just yeah. digging through the fantasy section. Yeah, and it's amazing. You just put some books in a room, and all of a sudden, it becomes the best room in it's the house. It's cozy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your favorite library, Tom? My favorite library. Is Ooh. it in Australia or somewhere else? Um, no, probably in Australia. Yeah, I, I've got them. I do like my. Uh, the, the city library in Melbourne's quite good. And the yeah. library at the dock. The Docklands libraries mm. are very, very cool. Very, very quiet. Nice, yeah. Very quiet. Yeah. Um, one of the one of my favourite libraries, though, will always be my my first library, which is the Belmont Library that I that was around the corner from my yeah. house. Yeah. I used to love that. It was great. Beautiful. Such a good little little time. Yeah. yeah. I just love I love libraries. Books are great. Books are great. I remember the first time my library got graphic novels in. Oh. Ecstatic. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was like, I get to just read all these. This is amazing. My um, literature teacher must have had like within the school budget, she could get books for the library. Right. And she found out I was reading Sin City at the oh, time yeah. when yeah. I was in like year 10 or something. She was like, oh, let me know like a list of things you want to get for the <laughs> library. So she stocked the library. That's up. a golden ticket. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. 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 We had in either high school or primary school, I can't remember which one. A little clipboard at the front of the library. If there was a book you're interested in, you could write it down. I love that. And when the librarians are making the order, they might they might be able to add that to the order. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They couldn't guarantee yeah, it. Yeah, it's like I'll see what I can do. So yeah, 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 yeah. It was um, yeah, it was good. That's nice. Library's the best. Yeah. So maybe and just just keep, stop it there. Stop it there. Yeah, that's yeah. the nice part. Sorry, Nicola. Uh, do you want to hear about this rumor? Ah, uh, so she no. says back when the university had been Fuck. a stately home, <laughs> a young girl had drowned herself in the lake. Uh, it was one of those tragic love stories where she wasn't allowed to marry who she wanted. But Nicola's dad, being the sensible, no-nonsense Polish man that he is, thought the stories about people encountering ghosts were ridiculous. Right up until he realised they weren't. So one night, Nicola's dad was studying late in the library at one of the large tables that looked out of the windows, with his back to the double doors. It was past midnight when he heard the doors open behind him, and immediately Nicola's dad felt goosebumps all over his body, and she says that he couldn't stop shivering. Nicola also says that her dad has told her this story three times, and each time he gets visible goosebumps appear on him. Oh. So he hears these slow, deliberate footsteps start approaching behind him, and her dad kept saying to himself, it's just someone looking for a book that couldn't sleep, it's just someone looking for a book that couldn't sleep. But as the footsteps come closer and closer, almost the full 30 metres between her dad and the door, he realised it's not someone looking for a book. Nicola says that somehow her dad knew that if he looked up and into the window to see the reflection of the room in the glass, he wouldn't see anyone behind him. She says he didn't dare turn around either. Instead, he just sat there looking at his book, 
listening to the footsteps, and as the footsteps closed the last few metres behind him, he could hear the sound of light breathing. Oh. I just, mad respect to Nicola's dad for just bodying that. Yeah, I That's love the idea of approach. I'm just looking at a book. If yeah. I just, if I look, because if you look up, one, you're either going to, you're going to see, the, the options are all awful. Yeah. yeah. You're either going to see something you don't want to see, right. or, or worse, nothing. Nothing. Also, the fact that he gets goosebumps telling this story nearly 60 years later yeah. is fucking... That's something. That's that, awful. Does that yeah. math check out? I'm just going to just check yeah, your math I session. can assure you that, that it does. does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're checking to- uh, Sean's math. Admittedly <laughs> not math boy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> what did you punch in to check that? 2023 minus 1960. <laughs> <laughs> Which was... 63. Yeah. 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 Well done. Well done, buddy. Well done, sorry, well done to your calculator. Yeah. <laughs> so as these footsteps draw these last final steps, her dad, fully shitting himself at this point, started praying the Hail Mary again and again, first in Polish, then in English, back and forth, back oh. and forth. And at this point, the footsteps had stopped, but the breathing was still there. Oh. And the hairs on the back of her dad's neck were still raised as he felt the air move behind him. Then he heard the floorboards creaking as the footsteps moved away, back down the library towards the door. Unable to help himself at this point, Nicola's dad looked up into the reflection of the window and he saw nothing. He snapped his head around, but the library was empty. And the doors never opened a second time. So whatever it had been just vanished or stayed there. I wouldn't have had the courage to do that. No. So she finishes by saying her dad waited a few more minutes, then quickly gathered up his books and left, and that he never studied in the library after that again. <laughs> Failed uni. Failed uni. <laughs> no more cramming. Yeah. And he never encountered the ghost again, but others did. Same, like, same sort of shit. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, and so that's it. Nicholas says, there we have it. She hopes we enjoyed it, and that hopefully it scared us less than it did little four-year-old Nicola when she first Four. heard Oh, your Nicholas dad is a dad, maniac. maniac. What are you doing? Dad. That's oh. some Polish parenting. He's just gone, nah, this will make you hearty. <laughs> Fuck me. Fuck. Yeah. That's crazy. It's the cool. idea that, yeah, there's other people, that always fascinates me when there's like similar people. And there's that whole thing of like, do people actually, it's the, the Mandela effect thing. Do people actually remember? Mm. It's not exactly the yeah. Mandela the effect. The other people but it's that, in that, that same... has happened to, have yes. they previously heard about it? So they're already sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Are they feeding into it? And, but also, I have to believe them. Yeah. I yeah. was at a play. Last year, yeah. uh, Ghost Stories, which yes. which we did the movie of. And then the start of the play, the guy's like, who believes in ghosts? Heaps of people put their hand up. Yeah. And then he asks, keep your hand up if you've had a supernatural encounter. There's a lot of hands still up. Yeah, Interesting. Sure. I also saw that show. Yep. Um, I would say half the audience put their hand up for do you believe in ghosts? Yes. Yep. And then he said, now keep it up if you've had an actual experience. Right. And probably only five people's hands were up. Uh, well, so mine was mine was most of the theatre, but they believe in ghosts. Yeah. And then do you... Most of the theatre, that is interesting. Yeah, well, yeah, from yeah. where I was sitting, yeah. I couldn't see behind me, but in front of me, a lot of hands up. Yeah. And then half of them went down. Right. There was a, there was a couple, in like an, old, an elderly couple of women sitting in front of me who kept their hands up. And as they did that, they sort of had a, like a look between one another. And I'm yeah. like... Ooh, they've shared something. Okay. Uh, They're like, on Scaredy Boys in episodes every yeah. Friday. Did like, a ghost steal your piss? You need to tell us. Like, the piss ghost is with us right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one more for you, boys. Oh, Jesus. This one comes from Christian, uh, who starts by saying he randomly found our podcast while searching for some new stuff, and then now, a week later, has listened to our entire backlog. Jesus. That's massive. That's. How many episodes have we done? Well, I would have got this email a while ago because, like yeah. I said, it has been a little bit. Uh, okay, but yeah, even yeah. still, 
Top. We love that, Christian. Good, good, good work there, bud. Man. He also says that he loves horror films and that listening to us break them down has given him a new insight into them, which, again, truly lovely. Love to hear that. It's that's awesome. kind. But he also says that's the nice stuff out of the way because now we have his story. Christian, so- as is customary. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Do you want to guess which country Christian lives in? England. Oh, let me guess. The most haunted place on earth. So Christian starts by saying he grew up in the countryside in England. Oh, <laughs> fuck. A small village called Stotfold, and that from the ages of zero to four, he lived in a haunted house. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Stotfold. Putting it on the list. <laughs> He says the whole family would experience these hauntings. His mum would frequently feel people pushing down on her stomach and chest while she slept. Oh, that's... No. Yeah. His father told Christian and his sister once about a time he fell asleep on the sofa, then woke up in the middle of the night and went to bed, except as he walked into the bedroom, he saw a man leaning over Christian's mum's sleeping body. Oh. Then Christian's dad ran over to stop what he thought was an attacker, but the figure vanished into shadow. His father also used to hear his six-year-old sister talking to the walls in the morning. (laughs) And he would walk into the room and ask who she was talking to. She would always reply with the doctor. Uh, I hate this. Bang no kids. No good. Nah. So right before they eventually move to another house, Christian has a memory of playing on the floor with this E.T. toy that he had and that he loved and would play with nonstop. Yeah. So E.T., extraterrestrial, Steven Spielberg, you might have heard of it. Just looked up. Stop it. And um, so I know exactly where it is, so I never have to go there. <laughs> so unfortunately, boys, we will never be going to the Fox and Duck restaurant, Ooh. the Stag Pub, or the Stotford Watermill and Nature Reserve. Oh, I don't know. That sounds pretty nice. I think at some point we've got to do like a Skeddy Boys haunted, live shows in all the haunted UK. places in England, <laughs> which is every fucking town. I'll tell you what, there's some real pubby pubs, like with pub names. There's a place called the Three Horseshoes, oh. the Coach and Horses, the Crown. Lovely. I want to visit every fucking one of them. I don't. It's in Stockholm. We're about to hear about his house fucking haunted. So, yeah, his father was in the in the room with him, listening to the football on the radio, when his, suddenly his E.T. toy was no longer on the floor with him, but somehow on top of the fireplace, which was far too high for little Christian to have reached and put it up there. And that's when his dad started to scream. Jesus. So Christian says he ran over and picked him up as he continued to shout as Christian started to cry, not really understanding what was actually happening. And all this was quickly followed by his parents having this argument. So it wasn't until years later when Christian asked what happened on that day. He told him that while he was playing with other toys on the floor, the E.T. toy moved from the floor to the fireplace on its own. And then its head began to move back and forth from side to side. This is fucked. So his dad had obviously grabbed him and ran. And when he told Christian's mum about it, she had said he was crazy, hence the argument. But that later when Christian's dad went back into the living room, the toy was just gone. The... Only thing that makes this bearable right now is that there's a rainbow outside the window. Oh, oh rainbows beautiful. again! Beautiful. Oh, look at that. Don't have those in England. It's Tom <laughs> from your. You've got the sort of the second trail. There's the more powerful section of the rainbow over there, above sort of house, above yeah. your car. There you go. Oh, magnificent. That's pretty strong. Blessed with the rainbow. That's good. Yeah. So last thing. Uh, his father also told him that they didn't buy this toy for him. It was simply left in the house when they'd moved oh. in four years prior. Oh, no. Yeah. And then after that day, they never saw the E.T. toy again. Do you it's on eBay? I've got like chills or maybe it's a heart attack. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the last episode Sean will ever do is this one. That's fucked though. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think having a toy that's been left over. So his parents both it. saw E.T., the, the doll move. Just the dad. The mum thought he was crazy. That's why they're arguing. So mum's like, what are you talking about? The, the doll didn't move. But dad obviously 100% is like, no, I saw that doll fucking move. Did he? I wonder, did he see it? So it's when it's on the mantle there above the fireplace, it's it's moving. He said the head was, yeah. Yeah. Did he actually see it move though? 
from the floor to that, the that's what, that's how I read it yeah because that's fucked so it just floated across I guess yeah so they love piss and ET there's literally on Etsy yeah just a category called haunted dolls oh, why what? are you looking that up on Etsy also show me what it looks like <laughs> do you want to buy any of them Sean I don't want to buy any of them but they're like four expand, grand expand, the bi- expand that first one I want to check that Edward Scissorhands looking grand. one yeah. haunted doll gives a look it's bad it's like an Ooh. Edward Scissorhands doll it's like a doll. sad Oh, no thanks. No Do you thanks. want to screenshot that so we can throw it up on uh, socials? Haunted doll, five-year-old baby boy, reborn vessel. Okay, oh. it's, it's apparently a kind toddler spirit. Yeah, great. Does it give you any details I want that about in my the fucking haunting? Haunted cellar doll. There, so here's the thing, right? On the website, it'll tell you there's only one available and then if it's in someone's basket. This one, it's got a not warning. Could sell out soon, only one available and it's currently in four people's baskets. <laughs> one of those people? No, actually all four of those people are Jackson Bailey. Just made <laughs> oh, no, accounts. don't ever mention this to him. <laughs> Shit. Jesus. All right, so it sounds like this person's a psychic who sells psychic objects. They've got one one-star review. Let's see it. Where do they um, live? Where are they from? Are they, they're not from Stotford, are they? No, no, these are Australia. Okay. <laughs> These are oh, local. No. Oh, great. Anyway. Yeah. I'm not. I'm deleting my phone. <laughs> deleting your phone? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. That's all of our scary stories for this time. That last one was genuinely fucked. That's yeah. fucked up. They're yeah. all fucked. They're all bad. You know what? All four of those are going to stay with me, I think. Actually, I, in particular, if nothing else, it'll either be the E.T. doll or Nicholas. E.T. doll, probably. It's got you, yeah. Yeah, I think I'll remember that for yeah, sure. Yeah. I think I can watch the movie E.T. again. I also think because it's not like... It's not the traditional scary doll. Mm. It's just a real toy that was spooky for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's, there's a genuineness to it, I guess. Anyway, that's us done for another round. <laughs> Until next time. I hate it. Um, if you scary listeners like this show, would like to help us out, as I said, this is our first Patreon episode, but also we're doing it on the live feed. So if you'd like, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash scary boys, become a patron, where for just $5 a month, you get access to all our bonus episodes, including chases, more scary stories, We'll do deep dives in the future with a whole bunch of other new fun ones coming up that we're really excited about. And like I said at the top, you'll get exclusive access to our twice monthly small screen scares podcast where we watch and review horror TV. Or if you want to help us out, you can also leave us a review wherever you listen as that truly does help a bunch and has the added benefit of making us feel very special. Uh, and lastly, if you have any comments about this episode or just want to say hi, you can email us at 3scaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually. I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. I'm at Awkward Trade. Stay scared, everyone. Pisco's coming to get some piss from you, sir.